Well, hello, gorgeous, and welcome to Unapologetically Ann. I am Ann Fisher, an Oklahoma girl that has never been afraid to dream big. I'm a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coffee fanatic, and a self-made millionaire. Every week here, you're gonna discover mind-opening topics on business and family, how to smush them together and make them work, beauty tips, and self-development to help you become your best self and to live an unapologetic life. I love your faces. Let's get started. Well, hello, Glam fam, and welcome to episode two, season two of Unapologetically Ann. Today, I am going to talk about some of my big, gnarly goals that scare the crap out of me for 2020. I've already shared some of them with you, but I'm going to kind of do a deeper dive into each topic because I really want you to follow along on my journey. I want to share the ups, the downs, all the things and provide value to you. So for all of you out there building um, a business or working on your dreams and goals for 2020, follow along. Let's do this thing together because you can 100% achieve anything that you set your mind to. So strap in because here we go. Today, first I want to talk about one of the scariest goals that a friend of mine actually um, is making me tell all of you about it. <laughs> um, I, I'm a procrastinator by nature. I am. It's, it's true. I have, a, I have a little plaque in my house and it says, if it wasn't for the last minute, nothing would ever get done around here. And boy, is that the truth especially when it's something that's a challenge or hard, or I'm not 100% sure exactly how I'm going to pull it off. <laughs> Can anybody relate to that? Um, and so for me, setting the goal to write a book, I have said for two years that I want to write a book. I've been developing and working on a system for how I work my personal business and how I grew from you know bankruptcy to a multiple seven-figure earner. Uh, in the network marketing arena, but in particular with our company. And I've never felt qualified to be a book writer. I, first of all, true confession, I am the world's worst speller ever. If it was not for spell check, y'all, it would just be so sad. So sad. And I have a very bad memory. And so I really attribute to that because spelling is a great deal of memory. Honestly, it is. So I have a great vocabulary because I've always been an avid reader. So I can I, I can pull words out of my hat that most people have never heard of. And that's because I, like I said, I had a voracious reading appetite. But when it comes to spelling, oh, Lord, it helped me. It's bad. It's bad. So I never, ever thought I would be an author. And, you know, when you, when you go from such a huge uh, hole of despair, and you climb out by God's grace. And I do not take the credit for this by any means. God's grace has been incredible. His blessings have been amazing. And we are ever so thankful. 
But I believe God gives you all the ingredients to bake your cake and you still have to bake your cake, right? So the opportunity was there. The ability was there. Uh, the people were there. The company was there. But if I hadn't done anything with it, if I hadn't picked it up, then nothing would be fulfilled. We wouldn't be able to to look back after five and a half years and say that, you know, we're a seven-figure earner six times over. Like, so those, there's a balance there. And for a while now, I've had different ones say, you really should consider writing a book. And it's always stirred around in the back of my mind, but it scared the crap out of me. And I'm busy. Like, I have a crazy busy life between my business and being a leader of, you know, over 100,000 business partners and, you know, half a million customers, like there's a lot that goes into managing that kind of a business. And then I'm a mom. I wear the mom hat and I have a little girl with special needs. We homeschool her. We do have a teacher that comes in to take care of her, but still there's a lot that goes into that. And just the day in and day out when you got a child with special needs, like there's just so much that goes in. Most people don't see just most people don't see. And so then I'm the wife and we're building a house. <laughs> and I mean, just so many things. It's really easy to shove something that's big and hard and scary and overwhelming. And you're not 100% sure how to do it to the back burner. But I really have challenged myself that this is a year of transformation. And that covers every aspect of my life from personal to financial, to health and wellness, uh, business, you know, all of those things I've challenged myself to really, to myself to really up the game. And so if I'm going to do that, then I have to say, here it is. And I love <laughs> the book that I read, The Five Second Rule. And it's basically, if something scares you, jump in and do it, do it scared, but do it. If you sit around waiting for the perfect opportunity or the perfect timing, you're never going to do it because let's face it, we're just going to put it off. And especially if you tend to be a procrastinator, which I am. <laughs> so um, it was a jump in, jump scared, but do it kind of thing. And then I have a mentor that I've been working with and she challenged me to just do it. You, you're capable. I believe in you. You can do it. You just have to say you're going to do it and you have to do it. And so I said the words out loud. That was the first challenge. I want to write a book. I want to share my journey. I want to show all the other 30 plus year olds, well, everyone really, but I'll get to the age thing. It's not an ageism thing. It's just, it's, it's one of the challenges I faced because of my age. That is not an excuse. I, I don't believe in excuses. I know there's challenges, but you can't have an excuse because excuses are, well, excuses don't get you anywhere, right? If you really want to do it, you'll find a way. If you really don't, you'll find an excuse. And so it was time for no more excuses. It was time to jump in and do it. And and being somebody that's older, I'm 49, I turned 50 this year. It's overwhelming to dive into that pool and say, I'm going to take this on at this age. But I want to show other women that are facing not being 20 years anymore with the world ahead of you. And, you know, I want to show everybody that this arena is an open arena for everyone. And you can do what I did. You can take your life from the pits of despair and terrible finance finances and not sure what you're going to do about retirement or how you're going to pay your light bill the next month to being financially free and having the independence that having the money to care for your family and your home brings. And so that ultimately you, you listening to this podcast today, every single one of you fabulous people 
are the reason I'm writing this book. And I'm doing it scared. And I'm doing it with not knowing what in the H-E double hockey sticks I'm doing. <laughs> oh, but here we go. Because I am capable. And I do have something to share. And it is very relevant. And it is a very powerful message with great purpose. Because you are worth it. And so here we go. I am writing a book in 2020. And tentative release goal is May, end of May. Okay, so tentative. And I'm learning to speak it because if I speak it, then I have to face it. I, I can't ignore it and say, yeah, someday I'm going to do this. Someday I'm going to do this. And then someday turns into never because, wow, I just have other things to do. So I'm speaking it into existence. I'm saying it's what I want to do. And I'm doing the work it takes to get there and the research. So what do you even do when you say, I want to write a book? <laughs> I'm not a college graduate. And I already told you, I already confessed that I stink at spelling like crazy. But thank goodness for the spell check on every device that I have. And then we'll have a nice little editor who's really cranky about words being just right. Edit it for me and say, you can't spell it that way, goober face. A goober slug, that's Gracie's word for when you're being a complete ridiculous thing. Um, so goober slug. Anywho, so how do you do that and what do you do? So this is, I am all about stupid simple, keep it stupid simple. In fact, that is the basis of my book is keep it stupid simple. How to kiss your business, keep it stupid simple. Uh, because it really is simplicity. This industry, if you're in the network marketing industry, but really, I mean, I am a business owner previous to my network marketing business. I had a very, very successful candle company that was in several countries, every state in the United States. I was on TV shows with my product because we had a very unique candle. And uh, our last year in business, we did just right under a million dollars in retail sales. And this is just, guys, this is a cottage industry. This is a little candle business I cooked up in my kitchen, literally. And it grew and grew and grew because the product was incredible and just got way too big. So we opted to sell, which led to, you know, everything leads to the path you're supposed to take. I believe that. The broken road, the ups, the downs, the mountains, the valleys, the hard times, the good times, they lead you to your destination. And so I can't be sad about what happened with my candle company because I feel like it led me to this place. And I learned a lot and I loved it. it I was very passionate about what I did and I was really, really good at it. It just wasn't long term. <laughs> and boy, did we learn some hard lessons through that. But I have a business mind. And if you are an entrepreneur with, you know, an e-business, or if you are someone that has, you know, you're just an influencer on Instagram, these principles can apply to you and your business. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to setting a goal. Everything, you start with a goal. It's what drives you. It's why you're doing it. It's what you plan to do with whatever you're doing. Money is often the first goal because we all need it. And that's not a bad thing. We demonize that sometimes. But the truth is, guys, everybody needs money. Everybody. And it's necessary to exist and survive in this world. And so own that. Be okay with it. And you can be richly blessed in it. And you can bless many, many people if you're blessed with more than you have to have to exist. So... For me and my very uh, short attention span, <laughs> uh, I, I have to have simple. 
and I have to have basic. My brain works really well in threes. So everything I do, when I establish a system for my team in the in the network marketing arena, even when I when I was working my candle business, I oftentimes did things in threes or fives. Designs and flavors and fragrances and color combinations, it was threes and fives. And that just works for me. And most people respond really well to that. And I'm sure there's some scientific something, something behind it. I don't know what it is, but there you go. And for me, the bottom line, again, comes down to keep it stupid simple. When you keep it simple, it's duplicatable. When you complicate it, you're the only one that can accomplish it. That's not duplicatable. So, you know, if you're an artist, that's great. <laughs> you, you don't need anybody to duplicate what you're doing and you can complicate the heck out of that mess. But if you're in manufacturing, like I was with my candle company, it had everything I did had to be duplicatable or we didn't make any money and we didn't sell designs and we couldn't reproduce the designs that I came up. It just everything had to be simple and duplicatable. The same thing applies in all of your goals, your financial goals, your health and wellness goals, your your personal life and your relationships and then your business. And, and for this in particular, the network marketing arena, I will put particular emphasis on that because that happens to be my career. And so keeping it stupid simple and a duplicatable system that's that people can follow without having to put a ton of thought into it, that's critical for success. Absolutely critical for success. And I get asked oftentimes, you know, as leaders, how do we, you know, raise up leaders and how do we make, uh, how do we duplicate ourselves basically so that we can produce leaders so that we can go on to produce more leaders. And that's critical in this industry as well, because you don't find success in the network marketing arena without being a leader because you have to build a network of people to find success. And so the answer is, you can never 100% duplicate yourself, but you can have a duplicatable system. And so that's really what my book is going to end up being about. It will be insight to my journey here. It will I will talk about my life, the ups and downs. I will be very honest with you about what led me to this place and what led to our success in this arena and with this particular company, which is Monate Global. I will share that, but I will also share some of the simple, simple systems that I've developed to help my business be duplicatable. And I've changed it. Like what I started with in the beginning five and a half years ago, there's still some of the basic principles that we've never abandoned because they just quite simply work. And But we've integrated a lot of new because the network marketing arena in social media as it is today is ever changing. Algorithms change, platforms change, the way people work businesses change, the way Facebook makes you change, the way Instagram will make you change, you know, you're subject to all of that. And so if you can't adapt, then you're kind of dead in the water and you fall behind. And so these are some of the simple things I have found working my business that works and growing a successful profile for social media, because, you know, our number one platform for finding people to be in our business and to be customers is social media. You have the world at your fingertips. And so building that the right way is critical. But understanding how to do it in a simple right way is, well, it's priceless. And that's what I've kind of discovered. And that's what's really working for me now. 
and why I have made the goal and ambition of rebuilding my rank and title. And that's uh, probably my next podcast, actually. You're going to want to tune into that if you're in the network marketing arena at all. But it's a challenge that a friend of mine challenged me to do. And so I'm embracing that this year. And I'm utilizing the new system that I've developed. And I'm really excited to see how that comes out in 2020. I know there will be ups and downs. I know there will be disappointments and failures. But there will also be successes and highs. And at the end of the year, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we will have built our rank again. But that's a, like, like I said, that's another topic. So back to the book. How do you, how do you write a book? <laughs> First of all, you have to have a theme, a topic, something you're writing about, right? So for me, again, I go back to, I want to share this process with you. I, I want as many people to find success in this industry that can. It, it's an open field. Like there's no, there's no limitations. There's no glass ceiling here that you have to shatter. This is literally anybody's game if you're willing to work hard. And so sharing the way to do it, there's so many different ways. There's so many different uh, books out there and information and all of that is great. It's just more tools for your tool belt. But for me, it comes down to simplicity and that's what I'm writing about. And so how, how do you do that <laughs> for somebody that's like me? How do you do that? And it starts with an outline. So we're working on the outline now. So you got your basic, well, this is my message. This is what I want to talk about. These are the topics I have to cover. These are the topics I'd like to cover, but they aren't 100% if they don't fit with the whole flow of the book. And then writing the nuts and bolts and the guts of it all. And that's the challenging part is the right words, not too many words, not too few words, but just the right balance to where People can read through it and it makes sense. And they're like, that looks easy. I think I can do it. Here we go. And that's how you know you have a workable system. You have a workable book. You have something that makes sense. That's how you know. And so we're working on the outline. I pretty much have that in place. But then the nuts and bolts, that's the part that scares the crap out of me. Because um, I don't I don't want, again, too many words. I, I want it to just be right. And I think that's another challenge is just being able to say it's done. Uh, done is better than perfect because nothing is ever perfect. And you will always look back and say, gee, I wish I would have done it this way. I wish I could do it that way. But at the end of the day, done is better than perfect. Another something that one of my mentors have told me, and I have really held on to that because as a procrastinator, when it's big and overwhelming, you just, well, I can't because it's not perfect. Well, guess what? I don't get to use that excuse anymore. So here we go. Uh, so working on that, then the book cover. And of course, we are self-publishing. We're blessed and in the position that we can self-publish. So we're not looking for somebody to pick up my book to make it a deal. It's something we can do as we go and make adjustments as we need to. But deciding on what it looks like and like what's going to make you look at it and say, hey, I think I want to read that book. Uh, there's so much thought that goes into every aspect. And that can be overwhelming. And then finally, it's just putting the finishing touches on it and saying, okay, I'm done. I'm okay with where it's at. And then having a handy dandy editor to go through and make sure I don't sound like a complete and utter hillbilly that has never had any schooling in her lifetime. You know, that's, I think that's one of my biggest fears too. So those are the challenges, but I'm up for it because again, I'm ready for this new chapter. I'm ready to take everything to the next level 
in my area of expertise and, and what I have to offer all of you and everybody that's working and struggling and building in the network marketing arena and in the business world. So here's to a successful book, uh, book number one. I actually have three books planned and they're all for different levels of building in the network marketing arena and the business world. Uh, but the first one is, you know, the basics of getting started and how do you do what we did? And we're going to share it. It's all going to be out there for everybody to see. And I cannot wait. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to the second episode of Unapologetically And. For all of you that are raving fans of this podcast, every day you're tagging me in your stories that you're reading to it or listening to it um, while you're working, on the way to work, doing chores, just working on your personal development. And I really appreciate that you invite me into your world each day and you're gleaning from my experiences out there because my goal really truly is to help you and to bring value to your life and to your business and your career when I can. And so thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in, for sharing. Remember to go leave a review that helps boost this so that more people can see it, more people can get value from it. If you are on Spotify or you have a Galaxy phone, uh, you are not a Samsung Galaxy, uh, you will not be able to leave a review on iTunes, but you can screenshot and go put a review basically in your stories. Make sure to tag me at Ann Fisher, A-N-N-E underscore Fisher on Instagram, and then just Ann Fisher on Facebook. Let me know that you're listening, you're getting value from it, you're sharing it with the world, and I will choose one lucky winner each week as a fan of the week. And how that will work is each winner gets a $50 gift card. It may just be a Visa cash card. It may be an Amazon gift card. You never know what we'll do, but it'll always be fabulous. But the only way you're going to know if you won, I will announce it on my stories starting next Monday. We will have our first fan of the week for 2020. And so be sure to look there. And once you see that you're the winner, you have to message me, give me your information so we can get that sent to you. It's really simple, but you are truly helping me. I appreciate every single one of you for tuning in every week. You are a blessing to me and we want to be a blessing to you this year. So again, thank you for tuning in. That is all she wrote in the letter for today. And I hope you have a fabulous day. I love your faces. Thank you.